Welcome to the Don Pravda and Erica Gray Show. The Twist. Welcome, folks, to The Twist News. I'm Erica Gray. And good evening. My name is Don Pravda. And tonight we're going to talk about the Temple Mount. Jordan's King Abdullah warned Israel not to cross red lines on Jerusalem's holy sites. And this sparked tonight's show and discussion, which is about the Temple Mount and the fact that the Jews really have no rights there. Well, the Jews have rights, but they've been very limited to being able to visit this holy site. And there's policing, there's parameters, and it's really very sad that this holy site, which is recognized all over the world as such, and it's also known as the Wailing Wall in East Jerusalem, that Jewish people are not allowed to go up to the, the Temple Mount for some reason. We know that there is the mosque in that region. We know it's just a hundred yards away from the entrance. However, why can't Jewish people visit the site as citizens and as a sovereign nation? Why should they be stopped? You have a really good point. This is what we're talking about. Israel has no sovereign rights in its own nation. The Jews cannot go to that area and pray. And I understand the view of the Islamics, but the Islamics have Mecca and Medina. Those are like the main, main sites. Concerning this particular site, it seems the importance is really in Saudi Arabia. Well, they're coming to the table to negotiate. The Saudis and the Israelis are becoming allies. However, uh, those from the Heshemite dynasty are very queasy about really offering their hand in, in a truce because the mosque is there and the synagogues are there and the inhabitants of Israel are right below in East Jerusalem. But I don't see how a government should stop sincere people who want to go to these holy sites. They're seeking truth. They're seeking wisdom. And they should be treated with respect and dignity. It's just shocking. It's really, really shocking. And how did it get like that, Don? How did it get that Jews in their own nation have no rights in an area where you have the Wailing Wall and you have the remnants of the Second Temple as evidence, and yet they have no real rights. I mean, you say they do, but it seems to be an issue if they go to the area or they go there to pray. The recent clashes, I'm informed, were greatly exaggerated and Unfortunately, there was a few fights and name-calling. However, here's the sadness. Israel requires tourism. They need people to visit. They need people to stay. They need people to engage in business or settle in the nation of Israel. It's a very sensitive point because you have a mosque that is holy to some people. Many Arabs don't go at all. More religious do. However, the conflict is Israel is afraid there could be a clash, possibly even a violent clash. Tempers get out of hand. And so therefore, they have policies where they have soldiers trying to contain the Jews in the Temple Mount. But ultimately, I think it's a tragic idea. Why don't we open it up? Yeah, there's something the... wrong with this picture. That's right. Think about Something's it. Something's wrong, wrong with this picture. Yeah, I agree. That's like here in the United yeah. States. 
I couldn't go to an area and I would be arrested as a U.S. citizen or penalized or whatever because I'm not supposed to go there because it's a site that belongs to a certain religious group. But it's a major site, let's say, for the United States, but yet now one group is claiming it. There's real injustice in that. There's injustice in the allowance of that. Absolutely. And you're right. This goes back to this lack of recognition of Israel having sovereignty over its own land, over the holy sites. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Like everybody's got their dibs in Jerusalem. Everybody's got their dibs in it for one reason or another, for one religious reason or another. It seems that in all of this, like you said, Israel's sovereignty is not being recognized. So geopolitics 101. Sovereign nations, nations can decide and make their own decisions that rule those nations. Geopolitics 102, except for the nation Israel. That's what's really happening here, except for Israel. Right. Geopolitics 102. Okay, I I can't think of with a little humor, too many people who criticize Mongolia. Why don't they do that? It's a large nation, it's rather poor. It has not come back the way it it was proposed. It's a very small place as population, but the world doesn't criticize Mongolia, which is quite large by a, a huge man list. But Israel is for the taking. This little country, look on your map, which is the size of New Jersey, possibly Vermont. That's the whole country. Oh, I know. It's a little itty bitty. It's an itty bitty, practically a strip of land. And you're right. It's, Israel is not being given the respect or the Jews are not being given the respect of being sovereign over their own nation. Other nations are. I mean, the United States, our president, you know, sovereignty over the United States. We're sovereign. The EU is now sovereign. Everybody's sovereign, recognizes everybody else's except Israel's. And I have to add this, authoritarian regimes. (laughs) They're not allowed, they can't be sovereign. I mean, whether or not you agree with their dictatorial or ideology, they're still sovereign over their nations. So sovereignty is really should be redefined as something that fits what we say it should fit. And Israel is automatically discriminated against Jews. Wouldn't you say so? Well, this anti-Semitism. There's actually an element of anti-Semitism In the fact that Israel is not allowed to be sovereign over its own nation. There's an element of anti-Semitism in that. Would you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. And the United Nations piles it on against Israel, exaggerates. It's like a block of countries, the United Nations, that really want to destroy Israel. Don't believe in really even negotiation. And this is the problem in the Arab world. Children grow up this way. It's like blaming all your problems on this tiny nation in the Middle East. And this whole apartheid argument is just more ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about the UN. We're in a very different pecking order right now. We're in an age of empires, multipolar world. This world is being split in two. Let's face it. World is being split in two. West against, uh, you've got Russia, the BRIC nations. I think the last I looked, the numbers climbing. So like 17 nations now. 
and you have a real division on the globe and you have the major empires. You have Giver Hofstadt, his book, Age of Empires, 2008. He coined it correctly, mm -hmm. references the Poles as empires. So the UN is taking on a different meaning now. It's becoming yeah. more irrelevant. Globalization mm -hmm. right. is eroding away. That's Let's true. face it. And now it's the empires are even looking to be self-sufficient. I'm following decisions coming out of Brussels. And of course, I follow little Ursula, little Ursula, mother of seven children heading uh -huh. the EU, talking about how the EU is going to go forward, not be so reliant. The new thing is not to be reliant, to try to be more self-sufficient, to not even to rely on products coming from other nations. Or she was talking about relying on only nations that you have good alliances with. So in other words, the UN is becoming, which was more for the globalized world, is now becoming less relevant. What's it going to do? So I guess what I want to say is, I know it's piling on thick against Israel, but in this new order, let's face it, it's becoming less and less relevant, which is very positive for Israeli sovereignty. Of course, well said. Thank you. <laughs> but what Israel's going to have to watch out for is the empires that are going to want to bring it under its sphere. That Absolutely. will be in the future, though. That's more. Uh, and by the way, you may think that that sounds crazy. Again, I'm quoting Giver Hofstadt on that development that will occur future for the smaller nations coming under the umbrella of the larger empires. But we're going to be following a lot of these developments totally. on this channel, which is what we're reporting on is this lineup of this order, this very interesting order that's evolving, especially since the Russia-Ukraine conflict. Of course. So I hope you've heard some wisdom and advice. We're on top of the game. In fact, uh, in the future, we're going to return to Israel and we're going to Paris to the Elnet event yes. conference. We're going to be all over the and place. One of the issues that the Elnet Conference will will handle is anti-Semitism in Europe. And it's growing and it's getting very serious. So stay tuned. We will keep you informed and thank you for your time. And be sure to check out the link to our Amazon store. Feel free to donate. And if you don't subscribe, hit that subscribe button today. Next time for more from Don Provder and Erica Gray for their twist on world news.